0: how much is that doggy in the window the one with the waggly tail how much is that doggy in the window i do hope that dog is for sale
1: i'm a- i hadn't been here in years i couldn't remember being here the staff was like no you're here before and i was like i don't what's so. and then Last night I was walking out and I saw a guy in handcuffs with like three cops around him and this really hot pregnant chick with just like a like a bathing suit top was yelling at the cops and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't know this place, yeah, I didn't know. This
0: Me at the ice cream truck, I'll buy you some ice cream You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these Three dudes trying to get along Craig Coleman and Matt Sharon. Don't forget to start a show EA Dub, Eric Allen Window. Let's roll, trying to keep up Turn up the AC stage, eating up Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour
1: Welcome... To the full charge power hour. Uh, I have a feeling it's not going to be an hour today, folks. Uh, I am all by myself, but I got a <laughs> a really good phone call with Eric Wendell in the can that I want to play for you guys. He's in great spirits, and it's always fun to hear uh, hear a happy Wendell. couple of things. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and um, thank you for telling a friends. Please, please spread the word about this podcast. Um uh, something weird happens when my web guy redid my website. It messed something up with iTunes and it takes a whole day for it to get on iTunes now. And um I I think you have to resubscribe. I really do because I don't think it automatically goes to your your subscription list anymore. So I would unsubscribe and resubscribe um and like I said, spread the word. Uh, much love to all the people that have donated. Uh, I encourage everybody to donate a dollar. I think that's a reasonable price. Um, and it, it just keeps me happy. I'm out here touring. I'm out here paying. Oh, I'm paying so much for travel, y'all. Uh, by the way, come see me now because... Ugh, I think I'm staying in Los Angeles for a while. After September. Um, come see me at Levity Live August 6th that's in Nyack New York Um what else I got a CD called this is the part of the job I hate uh, please support me uh, you know <laughs> just that's all I'm saying like please support me it would be nice um, what else new t-shirts are available some guy named uh, Robert Diddy made some new shirts and they look dope as shits it's a younger, cuter, Matt, definitely hipper Matt Fulcheron. That's what I'm doing. I'm going back to LA and I'm getting in shape and I'm just going to be beautiful again. When I was a really shitty comic but really cute, I got a lot of attention. Uh, and now I have a lot of beer weight and I'm really funny and uh, you know, Hollywood could care less. It's time to get beautiful again. It's, listen, everyone loves a beautiful man. And I have the potential, and I'm getting back down to it, goddammit. I'm doing it. I'm gonna get some contact lenses. I'm gonna get fucking adorable. Into my forties. Can you be cute in your forties? <laughs> Probably not, but I'm gonna try. Um I heard a lot of guys, a lot of people every once in a while hit me on Twitter and talk about the uh, the classic Crab Feast, which I was a part of. It was me, Ryan Sickler, and Randy or Radio Rando. Uh and people were talking about it so much that I went back and listened to an episode. It was, uh, it's just labeled 31912, March 19th, 2012. And this episode is so funny, man. I hate to say it, but it's so funny. Uh, and what's funny about that podcast about classic crab feast, um, that, that me or Ryan, uh, and Jay, we, we both don't have the situation anymore. Is we were doing a podcast for, it wasn't really our podcast. It was for Toad Hop Network. And, um, they had all these crazy breaks in it. And we just shit on them so bad. And we just, we were just such little jerks. It was, it was great. Like, I don't know. There's something special about that podcast, uh, the, the Crab Feast and mad love to the new Crab Feast. And, uh, no, no love for Toad Hop though. Sorry. You're not getting me on that one to so check that out. I've got a couple I've got questions from you guys and let me try to answer some of them and I think this is pretty much where the podcast goes off the rails but uh, yeah I got no guests this week except for Wendell but hang hang in for that I, you listen hang in for that because goddamn it it's so fucking funny Um, I should just play it for you right now Clifton Freeman Cash writes, Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Uh, Savior. And the answer is yes, I have a long time ago. And, uh, I still pray to Him when I think I might not make rent or I think I might jump off a bridge. It, it, it's been crazy here in Cincinnati this week, man. Uh, people, I thought I was getting really mainstream with my comedy. Now, people are just looking at me like, like I'm speaking German. Like I don't know what to do. Uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky had warned me that this club, this Newport, Kentucky club, was uh, fucking awful. And they were right. Uh, people are talking. People are, 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 are shouting. People, people are just dumber than fuck out here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to say that. I hate to be negative, but people are dumber than fucking dirt out here. I'm gonna catch so much hell for that, but I have a I have a fucking right to say it. People come out after the show. They're like, "You." There's always one guy that's cool that goes, "You're too smart for this audience," and I want to kiss him on the goddamn lips. Okay, that was negative. Um, aren't rhetorical questions great? I refuse to answer that. That's from Jeff Ryan. Mad love to Jeff Ryan for the fucking, the cleverness. That shit would not go over in Newport, Kentucky. Who's got a little dick now, Matt? (laughs) I think that's one of my old jokes. Sean Lane. Sean Lean ask me that. Besides Beastie Boys, who's your favorite Def Jam era rapper or rap group? Let E-Dubs get in on this one, too. Uh, That's from Just Pounds. Uh you know I got to say Run DMC. It's an obvious answer but they they're sick. I mean they're exactly like the Beastie Boys except they're just different rappers. I love that guitar. I love that guitar sample. That just the one chord sample like and and that shit fucking I love it. Okay, Mason Rainwater. How many illegitimate half charges are a direct result of the onslaught of groupie panty slaying you did in your bands? The Kevin Murphys and the Pimp Daddies. Uh, Well, Mason, you know, I I don't think I have any kids. I hope to God I don't have any kids. As far as I know, I don't have any kids. But my old – I am suspicious. My old roommates just told me I got mail from Singapore – with photos in it and that doesn't make me feel good at all so the answer is the answer is none the answer is none why do i feel like this tape will be played at a paternity case one day oh eric allen wendell writes why aren't there any titties on the leftovers um wendell hates the leftovers on hbo and he uh well you hear more about that later But, dude, I don't understand what the problem with The Leftovers is that that Wendell's so upset about. Because, uh, I don't know, I really like Twin Peaks. I really liked Lost, where you're just trying to figure out what's going on. But, uh, I don't know, I guess it gives gives Wendell a headache. He needs some titties to soothe it. Why don't you just take out your phone while you're watching The Leftovers, Wendell. And every time you get bored... Um, have some you porn going on your phone and just look down and see the titties and go, okay, okay, good. The titties are always going to be here if I need them. Let me go back into this show. Mike Brassballs Trovillo Is 38 too late in life to consider circumcision? Yes. I don't believe in circumcision at all. You're basically at this point just cutting off a piece of your dick just so you're not going to be weird. But who's really weird? I mean, why is there a part of your body that is meant to be cut off? And it's your dick, too. I don't know. I just get really frustrated with that. I want, my, I want my dick back. When I was a baby, my parents handed me over to somebody and let them cut my dick off. And I think we're all suffering as a society because of it. I think we all mistrust authority a little bit because when you came back to your parents... You were five pounds lighter. Patrick Passafi... I know this kid, but I can't pronounce his name. Patrick Passafiomi. God damn it, Patrick. I apologize. I love you. I think you're a hilarious comic. Why haven't we seen each other lately? Good question, buddy. I should have told you I was in Kentucky, but I guess I fucked up. You don't want to see me like this anyways, Patrick. You don't want to see me like this. Dan Pizzini. Did we already hear from him? How full is the full charge and what exactly? and of what exactly um i'm not full right now dude i am at a quarter charge at best i am worn out i am 3 weeks into this hell tour and uh i'm tired out and uh i listen the tank is empty come see me now if you like my comedy come see me now cuz it's it is this is this cannot last forever i'm actually going through a midlife crisis i'm turning 40 in 2 weeks And my midlife crisis is different than most people's because most people like start to do something like stand up comedy or start to live recklessly. I'm going to get real square. I'm going to, my midlife crisis is going to be getting a desk job. Uh, and I, I can't wait because I actually tried something in my life. I didn't fucking puss out. I really went for it and I love what I accomplished and I fucking love doing, I actually do love doing stand up and I will continue to do stand up and I will continue to do this podcast. Um, but fuck if I'm not exhausted. You know what I'm saying? It's what happens when you get older. It's just like the same thing over and over and over again. I need something new in my life. Will you guys, guys write me for next week and tell me what, recommend some things that would make me happy. Who, Matthew Feely writes, who's the better quarterback, Peyton or Eli? I don't know shit about sports, but I'm going to say at this point it's Eli, right? He's younger, and uh, I think he's got more rings. Write me and tell me how wrong I am. Ricky Henry, Andy Kaufman, dead or alive? I think he's dead, but I wish he was alive. I love Andy Kaufman. And I love, um, I, it was so great if he came back. But at this point, no one even fucking remembers. It wouldn't even be funny if he came back now. Because like even that movie Man on the Moon is over 10 years old. Whew. Will Watkins, did Matt Bellick ever fix his door? No, I'm guessing no. Everybody, write Matt Bellick and ask him, uh, and listen to uh, two episodes ago with Claude Stewart. If you want to get that joke, Chin Yu Lin. God, I'm butchering these names. Uh, what do you see as the best slash worst industry trends in comedy right now? The best trends are really the best trend right now is that everyone's following. Louis C.K. and Bill Burr, um, and I think it has a lot to do with podcasts, too, and people are just talking about their lives, and there's less set-up punch-type jokes, which might sound funny coming from me, because that's pretty much all I do, but uh, I think it's really cool. Everybody, It's just a big psychiatry session out there right now, and I think it's really fucking cool, and I think we got Bill Burr, and I think we got Louis C.K. To, um, to thank for that. What are the worst trends... Uh, The worst trends are that's on the audience. It's like cool to be on your phone and it's cool to leave comments uh, out loud. People are so used to leaving comments on Facebook all day long. They have no problem just shouting, just shouting and commenting on your shit. Please go home. Please shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Up? Why do you think people need to hear you? You're so fucking dumb. <sighs> but it really doesn't bother me that much. Ray Risk, when you lose your teeth to meth, does the Tooth Fairy still come? No, Jay. The, the, your, your teeth just kind of... I think you know the answer to that. James Carr, who let the goddamn dog... <laughs> James Carr, who let the goddamn dogs out? I think you know the answer to that question. Ian Carey, what do woodchucks do? They fucking, they chaw on wood. That's a little joke between me and Ian45Carey. Uh, one time we asked him, like, what sound, uh, beavers, uh, I think beavers make. And he's like, I don't know. They're always chawing on wood. There you go. There's a joke two people can enjoy, and I'm one of them. Michael Varell, How can we get Bert Kreischer and Brett Ernst Frat House pilot to the people? I don't know. I really don't know. you got to ask Bert and uh, Theo Vaughn and Brett Ernst about that. <sighs> Steven Halabuda asks, how old is Tom Segura? Really? I think he's like in his mid-30s. Jay Risk writes, Tom Segura is hilarious. Not so much a question as a very, very true statement. I love Tom Segura. I was just working with him last week, and he's a funny motherfucker and just a beautiful human being. I love me some Tommy Buns. Inappropriate Conversation writes, was Thundercats overly sexualized for a kid's TV show? Uh, I never thought about it, but yeah. Those female cats were really fucking hot on that show. And... um. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the answer is yes. Sarah Shashay, <laughs> how long before you become a nine to fiver? Meaning, how long before I become insane and hang out at Union Station, is what she means by that. And the answer is never. I'll never fucking. I'll never. That won't happen to me. Claude Stewart, is Carlos Mencia. Claude Stewart, if Carlos Mencia is performing in the forest and nobody sees it. Are oh, the jokes still stolen? You sure you want to go down that road, Claude? You sure you want to fucking. Nick Woodburn writes, What is the sound of one hand clapping? I think it's me sitting here in this shitty condo uh, doing a podcast by myself. I think that's the end of that, answer to that question. Lisandro Campos Jr. writes, What does dick taste like? It tastes like chicken. If someone, Mike Wuzilek writes, if someone tastes like a burger, does the other person stop liking them immediately? I I just, I don't know about you guys, man. Sometimes. Sonia Betis-Kaddick writes, Bob Saget? Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, Jeff Miller writes, do you dribble or squirts? Right, you know, I'm not even going to do these anymore. Remington writes, this is at Remdick, why are chicks so bitchy? <laughs> uh, I think maybe just because you call them bitchy. Uh, Bluegill Will writes, how can we get more Wendell? Uh, I've always encouraged everybody on my podcast to start their own podcast. So write Wendell at Eric Allen Wendell on Twitter and tell him to start his own podcast um, and just watch how many excuses come up. And how great would it be? You've heard me uh, let Wendell host before, and it's just he, just, he freezes, man. So I'd love to hear just a podcast of him. It'd probably just be like silence for an hour while Rite Aid beers get gulped. Mick Betancourt writes, how many stages have you actually blown up, with or without insurance? Um, nine with insurance, and then one, they didn't have insurance on the stage, and I got the fine. And that's why I always ask, before I just start slaying, does this stage have insurance on it? Gertie, Andy Gert, writes... The city poll on your website shows Seattle in the lead as top destination to come do shows. When can we expect you here? That's something I should do, Gertie. I should just go out and do a one-nighter there. Uh, Seriously, hit me up and maybe help me organize it. All right, you got homework now, motherfucker? You just asked the wrong question. And if you you do want me to come to your town, you want me and Craig Coleman to come to your town, hit me up on Twitter, at the full charge. And let's do this. Let's organize this because I'm sick of doing six shows uh, for people who have no clue who I am, uh, let's, let's do it this way. Hit me up at the full charge. Let's make this work. I want to do this shit. My friends over at your mom's house are doing this, and I want to do it too. Thanks, Gertie. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for giving me that idea. Danny Rodriguez writes, I wish I had a question that wasn't dumb as shit. I love that, Danny. I love that you know you shouldn't ask a question just to ask a question. New Power Hour listener, really dig the podcast. Can you get Mad Flavor on? I think I had Mad Flavor. That's Joey Diaz. I think I had Joey Diaz on for like three seconds one time. He called. Uh, It's an episode where it's just me and Craig Coleman. I forget which one it is. Uh, I'd love to have Mad Flavor on. And I promise you I will do that in the future. Blair Blair Cram writes, If you sat down and went beer for beer with Eric Allen Wendell, who would win? Uh, I know I could beat Eric Wendell in a drinking contest, and I hate to start this shit talk because I, I, I just listen. I, I don't want to drink that much. That I don't want to be in a drinking contest ever. You, you used to do that type of stuff in college where it is like you play cards or you play a game like asshole, and then you'd have to drink when other people tell you to drink. I like to drink at my speed, but I still know I could take down Wendell because here's the thing about Wendell. He talks about drinking a lot, but he really doesn't ever drink that much. Uh, he drinks at Riser's poker game, and he drinks. He doesn't drink as much as he talks about. He just loves it. So that's actually the way to do it, but I could beat the shit out of him. David Golden, and I'm not proud of that, by the way. David Golden, uh, what's your favorite Beastie Boys album? That is actually a very complicated question. Uh, my, the, the best album is Paul's Boutique, uh, but my favorite is "Check Your Head," because it just blew my mind when it came out. That's my Sergeant Pepper. That, that came from that was like an album that I really loved, and I was so surprised because it just came from like the, the license to ill seemed like a novelty act. I loved it, but it seemed kind of like a joke. Uh, it sounded really good, but it was like it was done like kind of tongue in cheek, and it was just kind of a novelty act. And it seemed like kind of like a fad. The Beastie Boys it seemed kind of like a you know because Paul's Boutique. No one listened to. it. I didn't even listen to it. I really loved the Hey Ladies video, but for some reason, I just thought of it as something from the eighties, and I didn't get into it at the time. Then when Check Your Head came out in ninety two, I lost my fucking mind, uh, and I've never been the same since. That's when I really got into hip hop. I got into it a lot later. Than you might think, but the Beastie Boys just really turned me on to so many things uh and now my favorite album is the last one, just because I haven't heard it that much. really underrated record um uh the Hot Sauce Committee, part two, I think it's called it's got some really good songs on them, and they're not they're not played out at all. I haven't heard any of them before, so I really love it and uh there's there's your 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 goddamn answer. Stephen Lee, let's see, in a full charge's body, of course, what is their question? Stephen Lee, do you ever feel like a half charge all the goddamn time? And if you haven't noticed, full charge is kind of an ironic nickname. Cause I'm, fucking, I'm always over it, dude. I got a bad attitude. I've always had a bad attitude. I'm like a workaholic that hates work. I'm just, I'm such a miserable human being. But uh, here we are. At least you guys think I'm fucking funny. <sighs> okay, when will we... This is from the half charge. Okay. Uh, will we hear Team Coleman 76 on this week's show? I wish. I was going to have Team Coleman on over the uh, over the phone, but I left an adapter in Con- uh, Connecticut, and I'm really bummed about that, because uh, let's face it, this podcast suffers when, when Craig's not on it. He is uh, he's the life of this show. He keeps the conversation going. I love Craig Coleman. I can't wait to get back to Los Angeles and do this podcast with him every week. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a couple months. But hang in there with me through these tough times, folks. I will get him on the phone this week, I think. Um, and uh, I, I love when people love Craig because I love Craig. So thanks for the love, Jose Texter the half charge do, 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 do. and that's, that's going to do it for the questions thanks for writing um, and uh, check out this phone call with Wendell Wendell's in a good mood and uh, that always puts me in a good mood and I hope you enjoy it and uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening <laughs> I know it was a rough one I love you guys Mwah. talk to me yo what up dude
2: no man, just got home. Just got back from my hike uh, with uh, Radio
1: Rando. And uh and how was that?
2: It was pretty cool. I posted one picture on Facebook. I'm, I'm gonna post uh, I'll I'll show up a couple on Twitter. I haven't had time yet. I just go I just walked in the door literally.
1: Well, this podcast's coming out tomorrow and the fans are gonna demand that shit. So you better Oh, it'll be on here in a little while. I just gotta charge my phone and uh I'll post it here.
2: But uh, yeah, no, it was cool. We went up to the old uh, set where they used to shoot Mash, the TV show Mash.
1: Did you guys put on the costumes and stuff? Was Randy Hawkeye? Were you BJ? No, we just, was we Dan just Hot Lips? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: he was pretty stoked. Like he'd never been up there, and it was pretty cool. He's a super fan of the show, and I mean,
1: yeah, Randy is you know, a I'm big not, Randy is a big big fan of Mash.
2: Yeah, I'm not like a super fan like him, but it was still cool. It was a cool hike do anyway just to see like because they left like a few of the trucks there and like the old sign that had that well the sign's been replaced obviously but the sign that had the, the cities with the amount of miles it was right and stuff.
1: yeah that that thing's in the smithsonian now i don't know if you know that right next to fonzie's jacket oh is it? the no, real one yeah it. right next to the puffy shirt nice yeah um so but yeah it was a cool hike what's the temperature a there hike. what's the temperature there today
2: uh, You know, it's already getting hot now. Uh I would say it's probably 80, but we went early. Like, I picked him up at 8 a.m., and we were up there by 9.
1: You guys, hold 10, on. So. You got out of bed at 7?
2: Yeah, I woke up at 6.45 this morning, bro.
1: <laughs> That's good, though, because you got to go to bed early tonight, don't you?
2: Uh, you know, there's been some developments with all
1: of that, uh, ah, that's right. There's things to talk about, but before yeah, we do, I'm, I, uh,
2: I'm done with that show. I, uh, I mean, I'm not the show. I'm done with that fucking job, dude. Not going back. Not going in there. Good for you. Good for you.
1: So what, so what happens? Yeah. What happens? What was the, well, the straw that broke the I, Wendell's back? it
2: can go both ways. Maybe it was mutual, but, uh, you know, a couple of the drivers or whatever that, drive those trailers pissed me off on wednesday and was talking shit and and whatnot
1: so hold on so so where were you what were you doing and what did they do what did they say
2: well i'm on the dock and i'm loading trailers and stuff and, and this guy's bitching at me about how i loaded his trailer and all this and i'm like dude this is how we load stuff every day my you know our supervisor tells us to load stuff this way like you know I'm already having a bad day. It's already been a really bad day because I've been bitched at by a bunch of different fucking people at this point. Right. And this guy's complaining at me now. Right. And I'm like, dude, that's that's how we do it every day. We're going to continue to do that every day. And he's like, oh, don't load my truck like that, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then this other driver is like next to him and like he starts chiming in, like, you know, don't you want to be a driver here? Like, Like, you need to, like, like I'm supposed to be like kissing their ass. Because I want to be a driver, and I'm like, no, I don't want to be a driver. Too many fucking whiners. Right. No, I don't want to say you're gonna be a fucking driver. Like you guys just whine all the time.
1: Right. Well, good for and you. It
2: wasn't even a big deal, but you know, he he went and complained apparently or something to one of the managers and said, you know, I didn't want to be a driver there. So then, uh, I guess is what happened. I don't I don't know what happened. Honestly, I have no idea. All I know is uh, I'm sitting at home uh, a few hours later and i get a call from the temp agency and they're like yeah they don't want you to come back anymore. And that's, uh, that's all i know. Well, but i didn't do anything wrong deserving of that. I'm not allowed to have a bad day and say yeah i don't want to be a driver here do i have to be a fucking driver there to work there? I don't think so.
1: No, you don't. And they and they they were they were putting a carrot in front of your face. They weren't planning on making you a full-time employee for years probably. Right. Right? They're just right. fucking with you that way, the way employers do.
2: Because this guy, like, they just got to, they just started a driving class, and the guy, the only guy from my shift, they only took one guy from my shift, and he had already been there over a year. Yeah, and there was two guys with more seniority than me ahead of me already. So even if I was lucky enough that they had a class in a year from now, there's no guarantee I'd even be in that class because right. there's two people ahead of me seniority wise, right? Unless they get fired or quit or whatever. So so. It was a set in job, so they did me a favor.
1: You feel within good
2: within an hour, huh?
1: You feel good about this, right?
2: Oh, dude, I had a great day. I had a my <laughs> Thursday and Friday were wonderful. Today, another great day when hiking. i can, I'm having, I've had the best three days since I fucking got out of that place. Good for I'm you. Bad in, in months,
1: good for you. Uh Fun employment, yeah. as they call it.
2: No, fun- you know I'm not even on unemployment. Within within an hour of this phone call, yeah. I had called, um, uh, and I won't say what what sure, car company it is, sure. but, but I had called. A, at one point, I had an opportunity to go work for this car manufacturer. You know, a huge, you know, yeah, you know, one of the big five or whatever it right. is now, big three or whatever, right? That uh, manufactures cars and parts and whatnot here in Southern California, and I, I I had the opportunity, but it was you know, it's a temporary job. Yeah. The job only lasts three months, maybe four months, because it's the United Auto Worker contract, and there's no way out of that. So it, it, it doesn't matter if I'm the superstar or the greatest employee they've ever seen. I'm done in three or four months, regardless. Right. So I called that temp agency who I had had a previous relationship with, and he signed me up right away. He said, I'd probably be starting in two or three weeks, oh, an oh, hour of doing oh. this other job.
1: whoa, oh, yeah. oh. See, this is beautiful right. news, man. This is beautiful news. I'm happy for you.
2: Very happy. Very happy about it. I'm probably going to try and take the afternoon shift. So I'll still be able to go up to Hollywood. You know, I'll probably still be able to make in. i still be able to do a podcast. Love uh, it. Yeah, I will be starting at probably three o'clock. So it's going to be cutting it close. We'll work it
1: out. We'll yeah. work it out. We will work it out, man. But I'm I'm I'll really still happy be able
2: to go for you. I'll still be able to apply to some of the different production houses I want and still try and line stuff up for after the job ends in three or four months.
1: Nice. Well, um, no. yeah, that's perfect because you still want a temporary because you still want to do other things as well. That, that sounds great. Right. And
2: uh, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. If they were going to offer me full
1: time employment, I would be retiring sure. with this fucking uh, car company <laughs> because you know, it starts out at eighteen dollars an
2: hour, four dollars more, uh, almost eighteen dollars. Yeah, an hour. it starts out at almost four dollars an hour more than what I'm making. Yeah. at that forklift place. That's
1: beautiful. Now the only thing the only thing I'm disappointed about is that you never learn to flip a quarter with the forklift. (laughs) That's
2: true. That's true. Those days Yeah, those days have come and gone and you know, maybe I'll never learn how to flip a fucking quarter with
1: a forklift. I think you might never. I think the odds are against you learning that trick. It's already difficult and uh and you're not on a forklift anymore, so it's gonna be kinda hard to do. Uh the other thing I'm disappointed Uh, about, no pictures of you on a forklift. That's a heartbreak.
2: Um, that's true. I never did have a pic- I never had anyone take my picture. I didn't even think about that. I should have had someone take a picture of me on the forklift.
1: Right. It's a good, it's a, a good, it gives a good message to them too. It's like, hey, take a picture of me on this because I'm not staying here forever. You well, I didn't know? even
2: think about it like that, but I should have had someone take one just so I could post it for the show or whatever. I didn't think about
1: that. Well, let me tell the audience, let me tell the audience right now. Hey, uh, if you guys are good at Photoshop, put Wendell in a goddamn forklift. And send it to yeah. us at the full charge at Eric Allen Wendell.
2: There you go. Find a picture of an ugly orange Toyota <laughs> propane forklift and just Photoshop me into sitting in the driver's seat.
1: Well, this is good because this is like a consistent theme on the show. You get him fired, but this is like a very right. happy ending, and and a happy. Yeah, I mean, and we love a happy Wendell, dude. We love a happy true. Wendell. It's, it's,
2: it's from the outside looking in. It looks like I'm this terrible fucking employee.
1: No, no, no 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 no, honestly, no, no, no. no, no. I don't
2: think I am. I think, it's, I think it's I'm getting a bad rap here. You
1: know? No, it's just like a constant theme, and it's just like fun to joke about. But uh, we know you're a hard no, work. No, I
2: understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you were to just look at this on paper,
1: oh, you I'm don't want you don't want horrible person. You don't want any future employers listening to this podcast. Like, you should be <laughs> using a fake name right now. But whatever, <laughs> we're, we're too far down the rabbit hole with this shit. All of us. That's true. All of us. You know, there's a reason why Radio Rando doesn't use his real name on this fucking thing. Right,
2: right. Um, too late
1: for me. Yeah, we're <laughs> screwed. Me and you are screwed. Um, yeah. So, in your yeah, so new...
2: it'll work out. We're going to have to hurry up <laughs> and make this podcast uh, international worldwide. Yeah. So. yeah, that should be happening yeah, soon. It's
1: already international. There's already people all over the world listening to it. It's just a matter of, uh, in a world full of free podcasts, how do you make money? That That's is true. the question, and we're gonna to have to do personal appearances. You're gonna to have to buy a forklift, and you're gonna to have to like lift me and Craig Coleman on stage with the goddamn thing. Thanks. Um but I'll I'll, I'll, pa- I'll pay I'll, for I'll, that. I'll give you a ride
2: out onto the stage in the forklift and then flip a quarter and then drive back.
1: You know? <laughs> that can be your thing. You can flip the quarter and you can fight with that kid in uh in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, Cedar Falls
2: or Cedar Rapids or whichever Cedar
1: it was. Grudge match. So, uh, I assume you watched in your new... I, I, I assume food tastes better right now. I assume music sounds better right now. And I assume uh, television and movies are better right now. But, I'm guessing yeah. last week when you watched The Leftovers, you were still uh, pissed off that you had to go to the forklift job tomorrow. And what's your, what's yeah. your take on Leftovers last week? So if you watch- First three episodes I watched the first one and I watched uh the third one uh with too many drinks in me and I was talking to Claude Stewart at the time so I have only really seen the first one
2: you know I talked to Rando about this this morning the hike you know this came up and the movies that I watched came up yeah and he, you know he's on the same page as me dude. okay he's not happy with how this show is going okay He thinks they're they, they're not giving him up I'm still you know, they gave a tiny little bit more with the preacher, you know, the preacher, you know, I don't, you know, the preacher, the, the preacher guy that's, like, printing the his, uh, posters and getting the dad's feet all the time. Yeah. And pissing everybody off. You know, they went a little farther into his character, and, you know, some shit falls apart in his personal life and whatnot on the episode, and since you don't remember yet, or, or maybe not have seen all that, I won't say anything. No,
1: I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of that. It was very interesting. He was, like, gambling, getting his ass kicked, all that shit.
2: Yeah, well dude, that was brutal. That was the best part of that So 'cause I'm sitting there and all I'm thinking about is that scene the scenes in Owning Mahoney with Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> yeah, and Atlantic. City. Yeah. I'm like, dude, walk away get N- away, dude. That was that was nerve wracking to watch,
1: dude. Yeah, I can't stand watching people gamble, especially poor people gamble. It fucking it terrifies oh, I me. I love
2: going to Vegas. Yeah. I love gambling. But with with dude, when you're sitting there and you're all oh, double it. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you didn't the ride like oh dude.
1: But last summer you didn't go with your your seven thousand to Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, I
2: mean, I mean, that was so nerve wracking <laughs> to watch, dude. Oh, that was brutal.
1: Okay, that so... That part of the episode. I'm still pissed off because they still haven't...
2: There's still... It's still one big fucking conundrum mystery. Like, you got the crazy white people in the white shirts smoke constantly and you. You got the crazy call with the black dude that's supposed to be some kind of super priest or whatever the fuck he is. And then you got the people that just disappeared off the face of the earth. Right. So and we still know just as much as we know from watching the original trailer. Basically, all you have is a tiny little bit more of character development and a little more backstory for some of these regular characters.
1: Okay, that's not enough. All right. Well, I I still think and and trust me, I'm not arguing over the show. I haven't seen all of it. I still think there's room, and I still think this is kind of fun to try to figure all the stuff out. Um, and but see, here's where I get disappointed is I thought the whole thing was going to be about Jennifer Anderson's boyfriend, that actor, and his family and shit. I thought that was like a really cool stuff. And then this third episode has none of that in it. Right. So that's the only thing I'm disappointed in. But I'm not, I'm not really well, disappointed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch some of these sober, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this. We got another one tonight. Oh, the yeah. question is, the question is, are you done? Are you done with Leftovers?
2: No, I'll I'll give it a little more time. But, I mean, seriously, they have to give me something. like. But... Know, I, I mean, seriously, it's... But, it's all you got to give something. Like, I don't mind trying to figure out a mystery either. But if, if the entire show is one big mystery, and every single element of every single subplot of the show is a mystery, and you're not telling me anything ever, and I'm not annoyed.
1: But, and the studio audience is going to help me out with this, Wendell is getting ready to... Shit all over
0: it!
1: <laughs> you're getting ready to, and you know you are. You know you're getting ready to. You're getting ready to shit all over it. You've already started. You've already sat yeah, down. I You've know, already I sat mean, down on the toilet. There's a lot of TV shows out
2: there, man. I, I don't have to keep watching it. Like you know, I used to watch this TV show, Falling Skies, on TNT with those aliens and shit, and I I just abandoned that show. I got
1: sick of it. <laughs> you're the deadbeat dad yeah. of TV series. You just fucking split. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I can, I can, I can just stop watching the,
1: uh, you know, so
2: I mean, like the, like the strain, I watched that new show, that new, uh, Guillermo del Toro, uh, creepy creep fest on FX, uh, that started this week called the strain and that shit was weird and creepy. It, the pilot, you know, shows you all this crazy shit going on. It kind of starts out like lost with a with where the plane fucked up and
1: okay. mysteriously all right. and all that. And all right. Um, so what rating are we giving the leftovers thus far?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it like two ice cream trucks so far, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the acting's great and whatnot. They have, you know, I guess it's uh, like, yeah, I mean, the acting production design and whatnot is good, but fuck. <laughs> Story wise, I'm, I'm bummed.
1: So okay. Far. All right. Good enough. Now, did we see any movies this week in this great week, this week of freedom, summer of Wendell? Yeah. Did we see? Did we see anything?
2: <laughs> the summer of Wendell. Yeah, summer I saw of Wendell. A movies actually. I went and saw one in the theater, and I saw uh, one uh, on uh, my friend's uh, little sneaky website thing.
1: Uh, okay. I
2: saw uh, Dawn of the Planet
1: of the Apes, and I saw Tammy. Oh uh, shit! So how was the Planet of the Apes? Tell me, tell me, tell me.
2: I liked it good uh you know i thought it was really good it's been getting a lot of good reviews it uh, beat a couple other uh of the latest releases out at the box office for top spot i think yeah um so i thought the production design was amazing and you know,
1: i mean apparently, those apparently, mon- apparently, th- dude it, dude those monkey trainers should get like academy awards the people that train those monkeys
2: well, yeah, I don't think it was all real monkeys. Pretty sure that was all CG and uh, uh, some real people. like you know.
1: No, that's that's real monkeys, dude. No, I know it's not real monkeys. <laughs> that would be the shit. They could well, teach. you
2: know, one of those real monkeys uh, was Andy Serkis. <laughs> <It> he did <plays, laughs> teach uh, the theater. monkeys
1: to talk and shit.
2: <laughs> and the dude from the Lord of the Rings and yeah.
1: whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh,
2: yeah, I don't know how many actual real monkeys they used. Uh, I suppose I could... To look through the no, dude. They, to they, they, out, dude. But...
1: There's no real monkeys. It's all people. There's no real monkeys. Yeah, probably. in Probably there. no. There's if not. If there's
2: a real monkey, it might have been that baby monkey, or maybe it was no. just all CG. There's
1: no. There's no real monkeys in that. That they, they take pride in the fact that there's no real monkeys in it. They, they openly oh. are bragging about that.
2: You apparently know more about the movie than I do. Yeah. Uh,
1: I remember when the first one came out. It was right after a break. I had shit dick to do, except for go watch movies. And like uh, this is yeah, before these the are podcast. Pretty
2: good. This is the third one, right? That they made so far. No, nah, second. This is only the second? Only the second. Feels
1: like feels like a third. I don't know. It, it feels but like a third,
2: it's but it's kind of only a 2nd a little franchise. They just kind of you, you don't really pay attention or think about it and then all of a sudden they have a new one come out, you know?
1: Yeah. Is James Franco in this one? I'm sorry. James Franco is he in it?
2: No. James Franklin
1: this one
2: buddy yeah I know you got uh, you got your uh, you got your girl Carrie Russell in there (laughs) you got Gary Oldman okay Uh, and you got a bunch of other people that you've never heard
1: of so you liked it how many how many ice cream trucks are we talking about how many banana splits are we talking about him
2: how many banana splits? No, I like, I thought the production design was amazing because you can't even tell that they're using special no, effects.
1: It's terrifying, like, dude. It just
2: looked really good.
1: When all them monkey show up on horses and do you, you know how scared you would fucking be if you were just walking in the woods thinking to yourself about like your electric bill you had to pay or whatever? And then all of a sudden all these fucking monkeys show up on horseback. You would fucking yeah. diarrhea in your shorts so goddamn fast. I, w- I would die of a heart attack. I would die of a heart attack if I saw that shit. Yeah, it
2: was crazy. Uh, you know what? I got to go ahead. I think I'm going to give it, uh, I think I'll give it four and a half ice cream. Okay, time. good. Uh, I thought it was really good. I had a really good story. I had
1: a really good human uh, animal element. Cool. I was yeah. just doing a monkey sound instead of a dog bark. Nice. Um, And then what else do you say? Or do you want to save uh, that?
2: I, no, I don't. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, I I saw Tammy. And, oh right. Uh, we talked about how it how it could just be a movie she made for money, and, and she probably didn't. It's probably not the case, but it still wasn't. It still wasn't as good as I was as I thought.
1: How many times? I hoped it would be. How many times did you laugh out loud?
2: Yes, uh, yeah. See, that's the problem. Maybe once. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe twice. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a laugh-out-loud comedy. That should be.
1: That should be like the rating system for comedies. The reviewer just says how many times he laughed. That should be it.
2: A long way to go to be "We're the Millers." Let's put it that way. Oh
1: shit! That's your new standard. Groundhog Day and Meet the Millers, or We Are the Millers.
2: Yeah, it's a tough standard. How many? I mean,
1: how many ice cream trucks on Tammy?
2: Yeah, it was pretty disappointing, even though they had a bunch of cameos and surprise fucking stars and stuff. But you can't. That movie, I mean, that's cool and all. You know, it's cool you had the guy from Office Space and right. there, and it's cool that fucking, you know. I, well, I guess I won't. Should I give it away? Yeah,
1: no, because they're all. No, the cameos are usually jokes. So you shouldn't give it away. Right? right well, it's usually a surprise, the cameo.
2: Yeah, the surprise. I guess
1: it's just right yeah, you can't do that. IMDb,
2: can't, I won't give it away. You can't do that. There's a lot of cool stars that show up in the movie that you're not expecting if you don't right. look at the movie up on IMDb and you're not right. expecting it. I mean, obviously from the trailer, you're expecting Susan Sarandon and Melissa McCarthy, and uh, and I guess that's about it. Uh,
1: I heard. But, uh, are Pee Wee Herman? Does Pee Wee Herman make a cameo?
2: No, there. Are, no, Pee Wee Herman's not in the movie. Uh, one of the guys fuck this one of the guys from uh office spaces and uh mark duplass hadn't seen him in a million years probably hadn't seen him since office space
1: okay so how many ice cream trucks give this thing uh
2: i'm gonna have to shit all over it i guess (laughs) and give it one and a half (laughs) not you know well buddy i gotta tell you
1: last week you were getting ready to shit all over it so this is just the prophecy fulfilled
2: well see that's I mean and that's part of the problem right there. Like if you watch a movie with like horrible expectations, usually you're pleasantly surprised. Right. Especially if you watch it Especially if you watch, it, thinking, oh, well, if
1: you watch it illegally fun. for free, right?
2: <laughs> well yeah, like, you know, usually you're pleasantly surprised. But no. Sometimes you have zero expectations for a show or a movie or whatever and you you're going into it expecting it to suck, which is what I pretty much I'm glad I got to watch it free, but that's
1: pretty much what I expected
2: for this. Okay. But most of the time, you're like, "Oh well, it wasn't that bad. That was a pretty cool scene, or that was a cool scene." But I don't have any stories like that.
1: All right, I saw no. two movies. I saw two movies on cable this week, and uh, I want to do like a retro review with you. Uh, All right. Magic Mike. Do you like Magic never Mike? I never saw it. Oh, dude, you got it. Once you get past your homophobia issues. You got to check that's, that's out Magic. I didn't
2: see it because I don't need to see fucking uh, some hot guy dancing around fucking I'm, I'm,
1: Hey, or. listen, I'm comfortable with it. I enjoyed the shit out of Matthew McConaughey's yeah. abs, and you're going to like Matthew McConaughey in this movie. Maybe it's
2: just some titties or something. In
1: there? some hot chicks. Uh, I think there's some titties. There's definitely a lot of hot chicks. I mean, you don't just All make right. a movie. You don't just make a movie about male strippers in this world. There's got to be titties All laying right. around. I mean, come on. But, dude. Uh, what's this guy's name? Chatham? Chatham? Yeah, Tanning? Chatham, yeah. This motherfucker can dance, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't
2: realize it because I've never seen any of those shitty movies, but he got his start he on can, all the dumb stuff. It's movies almost like
1: in. a waste for him to do these like little um, like rom-coms and stuff. It's like, this motherfucker can dance like crazy. Like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And McConaughey yeah. is hilarious, as per usual. And, I didn't you know he was in it. And, and the acting is, like, really loose and just really good. And uh, I, give right. it, I give it a six-pack of abs. This movie is fantastic.
2: That's a pretty good rating. Is, it, is that a six out of six?
1: That's a six out of five. That's, like, the opposite six. of ice cream trucks. Wow. It's, like, it's, like, healthy That's abs. That's an amazing
2: fucking rating. This must yeah. be the greatest movie ever.
1: Well, not really. I just made a joke. It's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a f- it's like, a four out of five on an ice cream truck scale.
2: Well, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. It's on HBO. I can see It's a Steven... It. Maybe I'll check it out this
1: week. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie, man. It ain't no joke. Really Yeah, it's a Soderbergh movie. It's <laughs> no, really good. Movie. It's really good, man.
2: I didn't know Soderbergh did that long. All right.
1: Okay. Uh, now You See Me. You know this movie?
2: Yeah, I watched that uh, like a week or so ago. I don't remember if I reviewed it or not. It was actually pretty cool. It was
1: great, right? I mean, and I hate yeah. magic. I fucking... I fucking hate magic. I fucking hate really? it. You I fucking hate, hate it. I'd obviously, my level of anger right now, I'd obviously rather watch a movie about male stripping than about magic. This is obvious. Crazy. Ironically, is the movie's magic? called Magic Mike, but you see what I'm saying? I hate, uh, I, I hate magic because I have to work with magicians sometimes and they're annoying as fuck. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They have so much confidence, magicians. Just like the magicians in this movie, that little Eisenberg prick. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're like, dude.
2: Well, that's like his standard character for like a yeah. movie. I mean, I think that's just him.
1: He's <laughs> really good. Everybody's really good in it. That Isla Fisher woman? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Har Her- Woody Harrelson? I could take Woody Harrelson all day. And I love that oh, him- yeah. I love that him and Isenberg are in another movie. They're gonna be like part they- like Eisenberg's the new Wesley Snipes. He's now in all the Woody Harrelson movies.
2: Yeah, he's taking over for uh, for Wesley, right? Like, you were yeah. in uh, that Zombie movie yep. with Woody?
1: Yep, he's the new Woody guy. He's the new Woody sidekick. I don't
2: know. Maybe, uh, maybe Wesley will have a comeback after Expendables 3 comes out uh, next
1: month. Yeah. So, I give that movie. I, I got bored at the end, but the first hour is really good. And I, so, I give it like three and a half Magic Wands. Hmm. Let's
2: see. Uh, you know, I like it. I, I'm pretty close with you on that one. Uh,
1: I think I'll give it four, though. I, I like the four. I, I think I'll give it four one. Okay. All right. Good. Good. And we I, got some. I heard
2: they're trying to make a sequel to it, so uh, you know, hopefully,
1: it's uh, worth watching. Yeah. The funny, the, the funny part though is like they explain how they did it, and you're like, "All right, all right, all right, all right uh, what, what." Like, they explain it, but I'm so dumb. I'm still like, ah, oh, right, I guess, you, I guess this is what happened. I don't know. You know, it's hard. I, I, I have a hard time following complicated plots. I'm pretty stupid like that.
2: Well, no, it, it got pretty, it got pretty, uh, intricate there. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't know what was going on at one point. Yeah. And I'm glad they explained
1: it. Oh, but I love that, uh, that French girl that was in, um, that played Shoshana and in the Inglorious Bastards. Oh. I love her. She's in this. She plays his partner. She plays Ruffalo's partner.
2: Jesus. Oh, yeah, that chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Christ, I'm in love with her. Nice.
2: I mean, she's no Scarlett Johansson, but hey.
1: Whatever. You take Scarlett. I'll take her. We'll double date.
2: Sounds good to me.
1: It ain't happening.
2: (laughs) That party started.
1: just not going to happen. Oh, life is so cruel. Life is so cruel. Um, when's your movie Lucy come out?
2: Um, uh, no, I am, I cannot wait to see that, dude. I might have to go, I might have to go, I haven't been on Midnight Screen for a long time. I might
1: have to go to a Midnight Screen on Thursday
2: night <laughs> to see that. That's how excited I am. You're going to it's about, be like, uh, it's, next week, next
1: Friday. It's going to be like when the first Star Wars came out, but you're going to be the only guy in line. It's just going to be you right yeah. in line all day.
2: This comes out next Friday. So, yeah, I might be there Thursday night, man. I might be there midnight. The news
1: is going to stop by and be like, what are you waiting in line for? They're <laughs> like, why don't you just buy a ticket and come back?
2: Actually, I might not be able to be there at midnight because I, I might be working on a new commercial for Randy on Thursday and Friday. See that? So if I'm working with him, I
1: won't be there. See that see how shit's just working out for you, man? That's the freedom.
2: The as soon as I left that job, dude. You know, I was already, well, I knew about this before, uh, I knew about this. Yeah, you know, since the beginning of the week. So yeah. I I was planning on calling in six for those two days anyway. Right.
1: No, I'm but, psyched, uh, man. Sometimes yeah. sometimes that just happens. Like when you close the door and you go, I won't fucking take this shit anymore then like all yeah. this stuff just starts working out. It's kinda of beautiful.
2: No, it's great. And and I feel I feel good about about all of it because my friend that my one of my friends works there, he's like an account executive or whatever. Yeah, and he's the one that got me the interview, and I told him about all this shit that went down and how it happened, and he's like, "Yeah, these guys are all assholes."
1: Yeah, fuck them you know.
2: Like, so he's on my side, so like I feel even better knowing that he's behind me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: all right, man, that's good. That's good. I'm gonna get running. Uh, I gotta go do a little comedy show, but uh, I want to congratulate you. I'm fucking happy for you, and I want to thank you for calling in once again.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. Nice. Hey, where are you
1: at anyways? I'm in uh, Hartford, Connecticut.
2: Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, have fun uh film in and uh, uh go check out check me out on uh, Twitter at Eric Allen Wendell. I'll post uh, some pictures from the hike today.
1: Five ice cream and, trucks, uh, five ice cream trucks dot spreadsheet.
2: Yeah, go to uh five ice cream trucks dot dot com and uh check out the merch.
1: Yeah. All right, buddy.
2: And uh, cool, man.
1: All right, good talking to you. I'll talk to you next week. All
2: right, man. Talk to you uh,
0: later. Uh, uh. later. Later. later.
1: <laughs> so that's the show, folks. Um, please remember to donate a dollar if you got a dollar in any of your bank accounts or any of your credit cards. Uh, please check out my album on iTunes. This is the part of the job I hate. Please 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 spread the word to your friends um because we lost a lot of listeners when when uh my website got redone and and it, I don't know what the hell happened but uh promote the show as if it, as if it's a new podcast because um, cuz I need you to uh resubscribe. I think you should resubscribe. Renew your vows with the full charge power hour. We got new ch- uh t-shirts at thefullcharge.com. Uh, I should tell you that. You can donate at thefullcharge.com. Just go to the top and it says donate. And uh, donate. You don't need PayPal. You just need a credit card. Come see me at Liberty Live on August 6th. And be good to yourself, y'all. Fucking have a good time this week. Don't get caught up in the bullshit. Live your life. It could be over next week. Respect! <laughs>
0: meet me at the ice cream truck i'll buy you some ice cream you know what i mean The show is obscene but i bet you gonna like these three dudes trying to get along craig coleman and matt Fulcheron. don't forget to start the show he Dub, eric allen window let's roll trying to keep up turn up the ac stage eating up eat it up time to devour the full charge power hour Ah!
2: <laughs> <laughs>